0: listening to Sunday Scriptures for Patriots overcoming America's enemies with Christian self government. Episode 31. Hello, this is Barry Durmaz, I am your host, and I trust that those of you who are avid listeners to this podcast and supporters of Sean Morgan with the Sean Morgan Report that uh, you keep him and his family in your prayers, in your thoughts, and even little notes and messages that you could send him. We are continuing a series that I began just before Valentine's Day on the power of the King's love. Today, I believe, is part eight And I want to start this program off today to say that I'm not doing this by video recording. It is audio only. That is because I have recently received answers, answers, an answer and multiple answers to secret prayer. And the one most pronounced is that I have recently moved my family Uh, this past week, and so we are, uh, have made this transition, and as you know from all the years of your moving, it takes a while to get out of the boxes and to get set up and settled, so that's where we are as of today, this is uh, March, I'm sorry, it's not March, today is Sunday, April the 3rd. And so until I set up a new studio, uh, this is what's prudent, <clears throat> just to do an audio recording until I have time to uh, get a light, a nice location, lighting, and, and all that. And so I am and my family are relishing in the reality of secret prayer and that it's the answers, answers to secret prayer is what I meant to say. And so that is uh, evidence of receiving the king's love. That really is power, isn't it? when you can pray to the unseen God and receive answers? In First Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, we know that the word says, "The word of our king." is that the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. And so if you apply that to when you pray, we do use words to pray. Of course, I see that all over in the scriptures. And yet, I have been amazed in the year, a little over a year, that my family has moved up to Flor- uh <laughs> moved up from Florida to Pennsylvania, that... Um, in the Amish and Mennonite world, which we are immersed in, um, these folks are known for silent prayers, and I've had some meals with these folks, been invited at their meal table in their home, and to uh, as, as we commence the meal, it's commenced not with a prayer vocal, but it's just a everybody bows their head, and a moment of silence is what I would understand that to be. What you see that out there in the world is these uh, moments of silence. And uh, I've just been wondering about that. Uh, so if anybody has uh, any thoughts on that, <clears throat> about prayer, uh, of course God hears the heart and knows the thoughts and intents of the heart, and at the same time, it seems right that uh, especially, although not exclusively, that when uh, the men are leading the family, going to have a meal or other prayers. I, I, uh, I was in another little uh, prayer with a couple of Mennonite farmers, and we had a little meeting, the Lord's Supper, had some exhortation, and wanted to bless somebody with laying hands on an individual, and even there, uh, our Mennonite friends weren't willing to pray openly, vocally, but there were others that did. And so, I'm learning some of the traditions that they are getting in their meetings about that, about the silent prayers. And uh, so I have a question mark about that that uh, I'm discussing with my family. But for now... Yes, uh, answered prayer is a manifestation of the power of our King. That is His love to His children who cry out to Him. Yes, cry out to Him. Cry out to our Heavenly Father in the authority of our brother, Lord, Savior, King, Creator, and that's Yeshua HaMashiach, the Lord Jesus Christ, the Anointed One of Israel, And Israel is a type of the church, type of the church. And so the preoccupation is not with Israel, but it is with the body, the living body of Jesus Christ that is called the church or the subpoenaed witness group, as I like to learn, as I like to, uh, as I have learned from Brent Allen Winters. America's Underground Lawyer, commonlawyer.com is where you can find Brent for world-overcoming information on our common law and how it's so much in harmony with God's law that I am seeing that we're just not aware of the power of God in this country. I'm talking about America. How in this country... Liberty is the law to do good for yourself and for others. And that would be a manifestation of love. The power of the king's love working in you today to do good on his land today. So I encourage you, until we get to some episodes on our common law, we touched on it when I did a three-part series with Sean on the right to travel. That's all a common law practice, okay? Uh, So anyway, just wanted to say that briefly, and I trust that uh, this episode today will be helpful to you when I mention a comment that I received from one of our listeners. This is Lisa Williams, and so Lisa, I apologize, I should have mentioned this last episode. I forgot to but I want to just acknowledge your fervor and support for this podcast ministry where you commented on episode 29. That's part 6 of the series, part 29. No, that's, <laughs> sorry, that's not part 29. Uh, that could happen, but no, this that was part 6 on episode 29, where Lisa said, "loved this podcast!" Exclamation. Brought tears a couple of times. So much unraveling of meaning. I want more in-depth discussion. Keep up the wonderful podcasts. Prayers for Sean and family. Lisa, thank you so much for that. I, I I love you for that as a sister in the risen Lord Jesus Christ. That really is encouraging to me and to Sean. And just to point out that uh, your comment about so much unraveling of meaning. Thank you for that. That really is encouraging to me because that is a core value of mine that I like to and have learned to spend time in meaningful things rather than the meaningless and the shallows meaningful conversation, meaningful communication. And so that's a little part of the kind of relationships I like to develop is with others who appreciate meaningful, meaningful communications. And that's what I'm doing, doing have been doing for 25 years with my wife and my five children for the glory of our King. And so I appreciate that comment and that you're enjoying this series. And ever so briefly, perhaps for today, just because I, uh, like I said, I we've just moved and got a makeshift uh, studio here in making this recording. But last week I made a download available, which I trust will be with this episode as well. Contrasting where love suffers. We read that in 1 Corinthians chapter 13, that in verse 4, love suffers long. Love suffers long. So, looking at some definition here, just the first aspect of love as recorded in the King's Law of Liberty If you want to know what love is, what it looks like, it suffers. And the way it suffers is long, and that's about patience. I created a contextual model where I'm titling it, The American Christian Home Suffers the Authority of America's Unseen King. If you have not gotten that, I want you to do that. Go to this episode show notes, and there will be a link there for you to download this contextual model. And I want you to write on it if you're able to print that out and engage me with this because it's a work in progress. I want to further perfect it. That's to say that I don't believe it is perfectly Uh, laid out here but uh, i want some feedback if you have some for me some comments some questions but what i'm doing here is i'm showing how love suffers that's what is recorded in the word and i'm seeing as i meditate on this meditate on the lord and, and his love that the wife has her role of suffering love and suffering and the husband has his. And let's say you're not married. Well, uh, the wife, uh, I mean, the, the the single woman still has hers area to love and suffer. That'd uh, be at home. And uh, the man, because he is head of the home, even if he's unmarried, he's still head of his own home. And so uh, what I show in this contextual model is that there is suffering for both man and woman, husband and wife. And I just see so much clarity gained when we, if we will contemplate this, these two jurisdictions of there's the home life and then, then there's the world or maybe I should say these two contexts. The home is definitely a jurisdiction. The world, everything outside your home, is not necessarily a jurisdiction. That's a different context. But within the world, you have different jurisdictions, such as work and other venues, that it seems just, as I look at the Scriptures that there are these two areas where we can gain so much clarity and so much understanding to understand that at home there is to be no strife there is to be no fighting but to the contrary there is to be harmony there is to be well-ordered liberty okay order that, that to maintain order and that's about so that's the peace right Peace is to prevail in the American Christian home. And uh, if you believe you are, your home is Christian, is of Christ, but there is little to no peace there, then you, wanna, you want to check yourself about that. Uh, because that would qualify as a pagan Christian home, meaning that uh, false gods are being allowed to prevail there. And the first and foremost false god is self. When self is demanding its way in its own rights, then the Lord Jesus Christ, through his Spirit, is not having the upper hand. And as the Lord's King's men and women redeemed out of this fallen world order out of the depravity, out of the delusion, out of the seduction, out of the deceptions that so prevail, we know now, we dealt with this several episodes ago, of the fact that we must know the power of God and the Scriptures. Therein lies our victory, is the King's law of liberty, and being born from above, To take that perfect law of liberty and apply it when it really counts. Meaning, not applying in a a study, uh, a a service, a Sunday school conference like that. Uh, The scripture says there's a kind of learning and studying, but never leading to coming to the knowledge of truth. And truth is a person. That's the Lord Jesus Christ. So it's when it really counts that the Word of God comes to bear on our life, and that is to restrain ourselves to take up our cross and follow our Lord, our King. That's what it means to deny yourself is to take up the cross of Christ, deny self. Paul the Apostle says, it is no longer I who live, but Christ who who lives in me. And the life that I now live in the flesh, I live it by faith in the Son of God, who loves me and gave himself for me. You see, there's the power of the king's love. He himself, by example, died for... Those whom he is calling out of the world order. All right. Many are called, but very few. Well, I shouldn't say very few. I don't want to say that. That's the Bible says many are called into the ways of Christ, but few are chosen. Alright. So being born from above is vital. It is everything. And you can have the Bible, you can study it, you can memorize it, as many of us with our children ought to be doing, and we are doing. Reading, studying, meditating, yes, meditating on the Word. And so I'm doing this series for the number of weeks that I am because there is nothing greater, nothing greater on this earth that you and I are standing upon there's nothing greater under an open heaven than this subject of the agape love of christ and there's also the phileo the affectionate love that is also commanded but when that is not there when you know there's 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 some strain in the relationship when there's something that's not right. We Christians can never come off of our responsibility to love that person. And that is with a kind of love that we don't act on how we feel. We act on what we know and who we know. What we know is the king's law of liberty. Who we know is the king himself. The Lord of liberty. Glory to his name. The Lord of liberty. And because he's the Lord of liberty, he is the Lord of love. He has written down a few things in his volume, his library of 66 books contained within the one perfect law of liberty, 66 books so that we can know intimately his will for our lives okay his will and his will first and foremost is to walk in his love today and his love for you and and his love for me today that we are to serve others with is power that that's true power all right we're talking about the power of the king's love when it really counts meaning it's not just it's not words it's not saying i love you there's nothing wrong with saying i love you glory to his name that ought to, that's to be said between parent and child and between husband and wife but this highest kind of love this this the power of this love that will suffer it has nothing to do with words it has everything to do with behavior and attitude behavior and attitude all right <clears throat> so that is a true power that can deny the fleshly impulses of your body to lash out to complain to just get out of situations i have been in situations where darkness has manifested and i could not get out of them in in and at least yeah two of them i'm thinking of because i was obligated economically to do work for an individual and right now i'm thinking of two individuals where some serious strongholds manifested. The knives came out against me without cause. Yeah. And that may be, may be happening to you, is that you observe people that don't have a just cause against you, but they do have a cause because, against you, because they're not being nice, they're not being loving, they're not being affectionate. They're not being helpful. Okay. And so for those people who manifest those strongholds, that is the time when you who are who are in relationship with our unseen king compose yourself and you commune with your within yourself to your lord even though that person is right there in front of you can be right there in front of you and and let's say they are getting ugly at you it's at that moment that you are very quick to listen and slow to speak and maybe not even speak at all I've had that more than once when the best thing to do in that moment is not to say anything because you're not going to get in a fight which is exactly what the devil would have you do is to banter back and forth to yep the verbal volley. That's one of the chief sins for us to get into, and that's about the tongue and what comes out of our mouth. And it is power from on high to be able to hear things against yourself, and most especially to hear things against yourself when you know they are not true or there there may be an element of truth in it, but it's not wholly true. I have been there numerous times, and the best thing I have found is to just listen and let that person just have their little meltdown, and I'm not going to enter into it. And I want you to see that that is a form of power from heaven on high because the sin nature in us wants to give them a something for that. They wanna, we want to give them a piece of our mind. That's what, what that's what we do. Well, that's what the world does. But that's not what God's people do. No. Mm-mm. Uh, our old man wants to do that. That's what I'm intending to say, is that the old man. But you see, when you look carefully at the New Testament... We're not living according to the old man. The old man is put off with its deeds of the flesh. It's corruption. And we put on the new man who is in Christ Jesus. Yeah. So you're a new creature with new features. You're not the way you used to be. You're not acting like the world. You don't talk uh, like you used to talk, uh, getting into fights. Rather, you're speaking the truth in love. If there's going to be words coming out of you, you want to speak the truth in love. And so you're always at liberty to speak the truth in love. But now we have to be careful here as well, because it depends on who is that one that's in front of you. And so is it, if, if, if it's, if it's uh, your husband, if I'm talking to wives right now and it's your husband, you have to be proceed very cautiously and with the authority of God's word. And that's why I um, put this contextual model together to help us see that love and suffering for the wife and for daughters and for children at home is, is going to be at home. Love and suffering at home. Because dad is... Leading that home. And however imperfectly he is leading that home, he is leading it. Doesn't mean his leadership is is well and good. But he is leading it. And you can have a hand of influence. That's, that's, That's a form of leadership. A hand of influence. See, the leadership you have if you're a wife is not control, except for controlling yourself. And if you have underage children. Uh, but your le- your your leadership is not control but it is influence and the right idea of persuasion oftentimes without even words all right and so i reference you to 1 peter chapter 3 verses 1 through 6 that's on my contextual model that under the in the home there's the wife will have to suffer for her faith if she believes she's been wronged by her husband, but now you want to contrast that as I do here. That the husband, though he does not suffer in his own home, because that's the nature of of uh, setting up the home. Right, a man sets up his home and then brings a woman if he's going to get married and brings her into the his his home. It's his home, but now he shares his home with his his bride, his wife. Right. And this is a beautiful picture of what the groom of the church, Jesus Christ, he is the head and groom of his bride. And did you know that when he left this earth, he said, I go to prepare a place for you. In my father's house, there are many mansions. I go to prepare a place for you. See, the man goes in advance of others and prepares a place, first for himself, but if he wants to take on a wife, he goes first to prepare his work, prepare his home, and brings himself a wife, if that's what he wants to do, unite himself in union with a wife. Okay, So, uh, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. He doesn't bring a wife into his home to take it into another direction. No, a wife is to come and to be the support and help for her husband. And so because that's true, that a man's home is really his counsel, it really is, that's a a traditional truth that needs to be recovered. I'm recovering that in my home, and I pray that you will get a vision for that for your home but it's because the man is charged to go out into the world to take care of his home to provide for his family that it's out there for him love and suffering for him remember love suffers long it suffers this is the first aspect of love it's going to suffer and for the man so that he maintains his sanity. He has to love and walk in the power of the king's love first by suffering. And that suffering for him is going to be out there in the world, in the ugly world order, the fallen, depraved, sinful world. He has to work by the sweat of his brow. That's one way he's got to suffer, right? just in his own individual work. But then, when it involves other people, then it's going to be uh, seen whether other people are truly born again, filled with the Spirit, or they're of the world order. And if they're the world of the world order, submitting to the evil empire instead of submitting to the King and His Kingdom and His perfect law of liberty, governing themselves under Christ, there's going to be conflict. You see. So that speaks of the world's conflicts because the man has to go out there and engage others outside of his home. And that's a reminder of just how ugly it is out there so that when he does come to his own home, there is well-ordered liberty there that's being maintained by the precious work of our wives And that makes for a satisfying life when we can come home and enjoy the family, enjoy the atmosphere, take our armor off, in a sense, okay? We're not in battle at home, but we are in training. We're we're, we're training our children, our grandchildren. We can have influence when grandchildren come over, Right, And we're shepherding, washing our wives. That's what we men are called to do. We have to wa- wash our wives with the water of the king's word. Right? So that's that's the authority we have in our home. That's the love demonstrated that a man is washing his wife with the king's law of liberty, and he's shepherding, training, discipling the children with that same law of of liberty and so the man he has to go outside the home typically or even if he's working in the home he's engaging others there's no question you're not working you're not in business if you're not engaging other people so if you're working from home or not you're still going to be engaging others where there's different uh other householders right but in your own home Your wife is adorning the home, adorning your table. And the the, the wife, as a contrast to the husband having to work by the sweat of his brow, she has to bear children in pain. And that's all because of the first family and the evil that ensued there between the husband and wife and the intruder, Satan, Satan. Attacking that first family. I want you to think on this with me. And again, get the contextual model, look at this, and let's work together to perfect this. I have some more thoughts to share about how the American, and I want to say this distinctly, American Christian home suffers the authority of America's unseen king. I'm just dropping it in a seed, rudimentary form right now, contrasting that the wife, her love and suffering is primarily at home. The man, his love and suffering is primarily in the world. And let's come together and let's get our mind and our hearts around this for the glory of our king and bring well ordered liberty into our home governments by the power of of the king's love working in both man and woman. And let's see a revival of the power of the king's love. In this country, today, it can happen. As you listen to me now, whatever you're doing, reflect, as I trust you are, reflect on these words. Reflect on the fact that these are the king's words, that love suffers long and when you do that and maintain your walk with the lord stay close to him you will get to know jesus christ on a level that you've not known you have not known i'm i'm saying that from my own experience of the things that i've suffered and i mentioned at the beginning of this episode that i've got i just received the reality of answer prayer I have been able to secure a home for my family after 10 months suffering a, a an attack, an egregious attack, verbal, financial, economic, relational, from two two men here in Cumberland Valley, Pennsylvania, Harold Forney, Troy Beam. I have victory over their strongholds. They think they're hurting me because of how God's used them to bring suffering on my life. And I have I have the victory when it happened, but I have the manifested victory of provision. Oh yes, provision for my family, and we are shouting. We really are. And that's to say that I want you to get the booklet, I'm also making free, and that is The Fellowship of His Sufferings by T. Austin Sparks. And it's free, not because I'm the one that's providing it, but I'll have the information in the show notes where you can get this. It's a little booklet. The Fellowship of His Sufferings. And I highly encourage you to read this and just really consider how you will come to know Jesus Christ so much more intimately within. And that's where love, this love, emanates from out of heaven. It comes into you by the spirit of Christ and it rises up. It comes out to an ugly world, to ugly people, when they come out with the knives the, this and the verbal assaults, that uh, as you suffer the king's authority, whether it's in the home, if that applies to you, madam, or out there in the world, Mr. Householder, your home is an embassy of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's what this ministry is uh, associated with. This Sunday Scriptures for Patriots has been an invitation by Sean Morgan to have me come on. I have our ministry, which is Household Embassy International Services, because where a man surrenders to his rightful Lord the Lord Jesus Christ. That home is now an embassy for the kingdom. It's an outpost for well-ordered liberty to prevail under the things of your jurisdiction that that your hands and your mind have authority to act on. That's what it means, your jurisdiction. You have authority to act in your home. And so my exhortation to you is rebuild the government of your family as an embassy for the king of kings and the lord of lords. There is madness and mayhem that's happening in our world, in our country. The manipulations by the evil empire, by federal officials, state officials, even local officials. Friends, I'm touched with it. I am touched with it myself recently. Uh, an attack against his family but I have overcome it, because I'm excelling in the art of fighting without fighting. That's the Jesus method, and that's first and foremost getting clear on what this love is, the power of the King's love. It is so world-overcoming, and most people are not raising up a banner and getting all excited about this love, but I say we should, and I am, and through this series, I am giving much time to this, because there is nothing more powerful Absolutely nothing than the power of the King's love operating in you today, in me today. And so whatever failures, whatever screw-ups, whatever blunders, whatever crime, even if there's crimes there in your life, make that right if it still needs to be made right. You are, if you are in the king's love, you are liberated. You are free to make that right today. Wait no longer to get your conscience clear and void of offense before the unseen king and before that other person that you have brought offense to. Whatever it is, as much as it depends upon you, live at peace with all with all men, you get a clear conscience because you're getting clear on this love that is so powerful that it will transform your life. I am living testimony of that in my own life. I'm having victory over the strongholds of others because this love answers every person. It doesn't matter who it is. And that's what motivates me to... Take this time to unpack this love because as we get into other subjects, we're laying a foundation of this love so that we have utmost clarity, utmost motivation about anything we're doing so that when people call your good behavior into question, if you know your behavior is good, you know you have the genuine article and that the counterfeit is confronting you and trying to get let go of the good and take on the evil and call that good? No, you're going to call it out for the fraud that it is, for the counterfeit nature that it is. And there is a lot. There is a lot of fraud and counterfeit. There really is. I'm having conversations with some law enforcement people and letting them know of the fraud of the theft of our currency, the fraud of color of law. And I'm appealing to consciences to find out, is there liberty of conscience in that vessel? Or is there a born-again individual? Because I'll tell you, there's a lot of people, a lot of men and some women out there in uniform and in different bureaucratic agencies, they're professing to have faith, but they have no virtue. Virtue is required because even demons, James, the book of James says, believe. You cannot just believe all your doctrine, all your meetings, even believe the Bible. Uh, Jesus said it in John chapter 5. You search the scriptures because there you think you have eternal life. But these scriptures are they which testify of me. But you would not come to me that you might have life. See, the issue, friend, is not the meetings, the studies, and the reading. Those have their place, most certainly. But the issue is divine life. Divine life today in your life so that more people know who our unseen king is here in america and if you're in another country like up in canada down in brazil sean you're down there in brazil got friends up in canada some friends over in japan i have family in scotland even and i pray to the lord god almighty that this word can go out to scotland or wherever it is to go that we're walking as transformed people on the king's land today, today. So, continue to meditate on that. Walk in the victory wherein you have been made free. Love the unlovable, the ugly, and and all the attacks that come your way. This power of the king's love is the answer and this is this is true law. When you walk in this love, you are fulfilling the law of God. You really are. So this is no side issue. This is no way a side issue. And for those who may think it is, well, then you are deceived, as the Scripture says, not knowing the Scriptures. If this ministry, if this podcast ministry, if this information I'm sharing is helpful to you, Thank you for listening, and I want you to consider forwarding. Recommend this material. Share it with family. Share it with your friends, please. I am moved by the Spirit of God to continue with this, and I thank you for those of you who have been giving me feedback. It's helpful to me. And, excuse me, I do welcome uh, comments. If you've not uh, written in to me, you can do that uh, at our ministry website, which is libertyisthelaw.us. Reach out to me there. And uh, there's other information there. You can look at our mission and consider whether this is a worthy cause to support for... The healing and recovery of this nation beginning in your own home. That's where you want to put the energy. That's where you want to put the resources, financial, relational, and otherwise. Focus on your family government. Erect and resurrect by the spirit of resurrection your family government. Take advantage of the free offers that I'm having available with this podcast on the power of the King's love, the contextual models that are available, the book, The Fellowship of His Sufferings. There's also the other book, His Great Love, World Overcoming Information by T. Austin Sparks. And so the things that I have been blessed with by others, I'm bringing them forward to you and wanting to help you see that the solution to every problem in your life is no farther than your own vessel and what you're doing in your home today. And that's why this is Household Embassy International Services that's uh, ministering through this podcast, Sunday Scriptures for Christ. Thank you for listening today to this program. Send in your comments, your questions, and even the hard ones. And I'll look forward to hearing some victory reports next time on this program. We'll see you soon. Bye.
1: Thank you for being a part of our Christian
0: self-government ministry by supporting our sponsor.
1: A way to support the channel and be able to get a really great experience of waking up every single day with The Great Awakening Gourmet Coffee. So this is the website, thegreatawakeningcoffee.com. You go here, you click on Get Started, and uh, and then it takes you to the next step. You choose whether you're going to buy the coffee for your home or your office. So we'll just click Home for now. And the website will load here. And by the way, this company is totally Patriots-owned. So that's what I really like about this company. You can choose what kind of coffee you want, ground, whole, or the K-cup. So we'll just choose ground. It's the easiest. That's the way I, I buy it. And then you can pick the kind that you like. I prefer the, uh, the Washington blend, South America blend. Click on that. You put in the size that you want, one pound or two pound. You can subscribe so that it sends the same amount of coffee at the same time every month. And then click Subscribe and Save, then click on View Cart. Make sure you put in the coupon code QFAQ to get a discount. And then proceed to checkout and you know how to handle the rest with your credit card. It's that simple. Uh, you know what's going on right now with the corporate coffee is they're donating a bunch of millions of dollars to Black Lives Matter. So ditch the corporate coffee, check out the greatawakeningcoffee.com support the Patriots, support this channel. Thank you so much for your support. God bless.